You're listening to Living in His Love on The Answer Broadcasting with Reverend Trudy Daly and Mary Weaver. Now, let's prepare to hear this week's message. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit to guide and direct this program. May all that is said and done be truthful and loving and reflect your word and your ways. Open the ears and hearts of those listening that they might be blessed by what is said. Help each listener to know and understand how much you love them and that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to save them and that you want to help them in every situation in their lives. Amen. Today, we have a special guest, Christopher Mays, who is the worship leader at City Hope Church and Triune Healing Ministries. And he and Mary are going to discuss praise and worship. So please tune in. The definition of worship is the act of attributing reverent honor and homage to God. Worship is love expressed. Psalm 95 states, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and thanksgiving and song. For the Lord is the, is the great God, the king above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is, for, for, is his, for he made it and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pet. We are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in Meribah, as you did that day at Massa in the desert where your, your fathers tested and tried me though they had seen what I did for 40 years, I was angry with that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray and they have not known my ways. So I, so I declared on an oath in my anger, they shall never enter into my rest. The important points of this regarding regarding praise and worship is that when we praise and worship, we need to thank God for what he does in praise. So important points about this is that we thank God for what he does. We should praise God for his greatness and worship God for his holiness. Although it's difficult for humans to grasp holiness because we have no comparison or parallel on earth. The other attributes of God, such as wisdom and, and greatness and, and that he's all-powerful, we can understand because we have comparisons on earth and that we have people in positions of power and people um, that we can see as being great. So therefore, our minds can comprehend it. We can't comprehend what holiness is, that, that the angels in heaven just worship God 
all 24 hours a day. Obviously, they don't have days and weeks, but they, they just say, holy, 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 and worship him just constantly, um, just with no sense of time. And that we can't understand that. We can't understand the sense of perfection and that their, their desire to just, to just lift him up on high. Um, so when we're worshiping, um, you know, we need to get that sense of, of this praise and worship and lifting God up. And, and that's part of worship. And I, I think that when I was preparing for this, you know, even I was, as I researched what holy was, that was hard for me to even grasp because I had never really thought of that, is that we can't comprehend it. So, Chris, I, I think I'm going to ask you, um, so at our church, we always ask that we sing sing holy, 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 because um, Trudy always feels that it calls the angels into our service. Um, and, and that's part of our service. That's what we want to bring the angels and change the atmosphere. So th that's why we do that. So how do you feel about that? Well, it's, it's important that, as you're saying, that we have an understanding of where we're going when, when it comes to worship. And uh, specifically speaking, with, with starting every one of, of our services at Triune, on Sunday nights with the song Holy, Holy, Holy. The objective is that we're, we're setting the stage for how we're be, you know, beginning the night. And as we enter into that time of worship, we're saying, Holy Spirit, come and fill the room. We're saying, Father, send your angels to, to fill the room. We've got really one objective, and it's God. That, yeah. That's all we want. We've not come for, for any other reason during during that time that we're together for you know as short as it may be we we've got one thing we want to see accomplished we want Jesus to be exalted and we want to get into his presence because we know one thing to be true from reading the word of God when we come into the presence of God every knee has to bow so whatever we're facing whatever we are dealing with in life whatever things are against us spiritually all those things need to take a knee to Jesus. When, when we enter into that time of worship, our perspective is, is changed. It should be, at least, as we begin to, to worship and see him for who he is. And the revelation of the word of God uh, becomes so evident to us and alive and just awakened within our minds and, and, and our hearts. You know, we often, that's why you see people crying during worship or they, they lay on the ground. It, it, it's because something is happening inside uh, of them. Some, some change is, is, is taking place. So, you know, we start every one of our services at Triune specific uh, because we want something specific to happen. Absolutely. And I think the second reason um, that we worship um, and that it's stated in Psalm 95 is that we worship God to show our love for him. And because he has absolute love for us because he sent his own only son to die on the cross for us. So 
we're showing our love for him and he's showing our, his love for us. And it's an exchange. And that's part of the definition for worship is, is all about love. Mm-hmm. So we sing songs about love. I mean, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. what the majority of songs I feel, um, even when I listen to our station, many of them about love yeah. and God's love. So, um, and, and the third point that I want to bring up about um, worship is about truth. It has to be about truth. Um, and during worship, you have to learn to listen because he reaches out to us and he downloads to us. And that's a time when there's an exchange. There's an exchange of information when we can hear his voice speaking to us. Many times, you know, you get this absolute peace and you feel his presence. The, the atmosphere changes. And I'm sure that you can elaborate on that. Sure. Um, there was something I read uh, in a book uh, years ago called The Glory of God by Guillermo Maldonado. And apost- yeah, say that 10 times fast. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he, an apostle from uh, the Miami area in, in Florida. Uh, King Jesus Ministry, I think, is, uh, is his, his ministry down there. V- very big you know, Spanish ministry. And uh, in reading that book... Uh, when he talked about worship, there was kind of like this dynamic that that he wrote about, and um, I, I do believe the construct of it is is very true. That the the way he wrote was: we praise until worship happens, and then we worship until the glory descends. And in reading that, and in thinking about it now. It's uh, uh, I, I find those do- dynamics probably to be very true without us even really realize what's happening a lot of times when we're in the midst of our praise and worship, you know, time of our gatherings, you know, when we when we meet. Uh, typically, a lot of times, a fast song or a more up tempo song is what you know the worship leader or worship band will start with, and then it kind of molds into something that is more uh, mellow, and then a lot of times you kind of end on almost silence, you know, things kind of pan right out to, it, it's like the dust settles or the water just really settles. And when when you reach that moment where you, you kind of just pull back from the song, uh, if you're on the platform at times for me, I pull right back from the microphone because I'm waiting. I'm not, I'm not going to change to the next song until I know that the directive has been given to me, like, you know, move on or move forward or get a glimpse of what's happening. You know, wait, wait a minute. For me, when I lead worship, it's, it's only partly about what I'm doing, but it's mostly about what we are doing. Well, all of us, the, everybody who is singing, everybody who's participating, what is happening in, in, in the room, what's happening on the people. Often at times, worship will get to a place where uh, the people of the congregation will begin entering into uh, a place with the Lord, and you just got to step back and you just you just let the worship happen. You let God just begin to really minister to people. You know, like mm-hmm. we're, we really are such a small piece of the grand scheme of what what is really happening. And, you know, what is what God is doing. The objective is that people meet with God. We we have this slogan at City Hope Church. 
And, and the slogan goes like this, connecting the heart of God to the heart of people. And I, I don't think that that's just a City Hope Church slogan. I think that's really just a, a, a statement for, for God's people. And, and for those of us who are ministers, as we minister to people, really what, what we should be doing is saying, hey, what I really want to do is I want to take you and I want to have you meet this friend of mine. And I want the two of you to get together, right? And, and you're just there as the facilitator, really. And for me, that's, that's really... Uh, I guess kind of how I see myself or the position I'd really like to have is I'm just there to play the guitar and, and sing with the gift and the anointing God has given me to help those who are also worshiping have an experience with God that just radically changes them. And uh, to kind of tie things back around, you know, when, when we get to that real tender moment to where it's not so much now of, you know, you're praising, you're fighting your battle, you're, you're, you're starting off the Sunday morning or Sunday night, God, here's all the things I'm dealing with in life, you know, let's trample the enemy. Now you're worshiping and now it's more of a, God, I thank you. I know, I know you're, I, I believe all these things, God, I believe all these things that your word says. And then you finally reach a moment where it's, you've unloaded it all. The burdens have been lifted and now God is whispering into your ear and you're hearing the Lord. And oftentimes like that, that's when you'll hear a prophetic word will, will come, a word, of, you know, a word to encourage people or uh, something else might happen. Or maybe it's just the stillness. Sometimes you just have to say, let's just sit. Let's just don't do anything. Let's just be still. The presence of the Lord is here. Often at times what, what can be real common in moments like that is people get healed. They just miraculously get healed right there in their seats. Uh, people get encouraged, you know? I, I think there's probably more things that happen that we're unaware of because people don't share it with anybody <laughs> than, than we really realize what, what is going on. So hopefully I answered <laughs> the no, question maybe in more than one way. No, that was amazing. You actually put it very well so that I think anybody could understand and relate to. Um, I I think Psalm 95 also ends well stating that that that's how you enter into his rest mm -hmm. is through worship. So yeah. by you saying that when there's people there, so many people nowadays are not getting any rest mm -hmm. and they're lacking rest. And we know since COVID, the churches are so empty. And um, part of my closing today is that um, we're called to worship God in spirit and truth. Man's way of thinking is not God's. In order to worship in truth, we must know the truth, which is found in the Bible. We must continually renew our minds to the word of God by spending time each day. The good news in worship can be done wherever you are. There here at the Answer Broadcasting, we play praise and worship songs that can encourage you. Also, we encourage you to worship in in your local community churches. Since COVID happened, unfortunately, the the number of people in churches have gone down. And although you can you can praise and worship. Um, individually, it's not the same as when you're together and you're, it's one body worshiping. It, it's just a different atmosphere. And we strongly encourage you to 
to find a community and a place in your community to go and reach out and have that church family. Um, so thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Mary and Chris, for sharing. As I was listening to you, it brought back a time in my life when I was going through very difficult situations. And I was able to hold it together so no one barely knew. But when I got to church and the music started, it was able to literally penetrate my heart and begin to heal it. It was as if God knew exactly what I needed, even though I couldn't express what it was. So many times I think that as people are sitting in church, the music really does minister. The worship is there. And as Chris pointed out, it's a contact with God that you can begin to feel at peace and safe and just think things over, question things. And somehow he uses different parts of the service to answer those questions sometimes to help you not feel alone. And I know that there were times when uh, I was in a service and at one point I felt the Lord say to me, turn around and talk to the lady behind you. And I thought, okay, not a problem. And I turned around and started to talk to her and she began to cry. And I finally asked her, well, what's the matter? She said, I don't know quite how to tell you this, but this was going to be my last Sunday in church. I had thought about killing myself and I was determined to do it, but I just was going to come to church one more time before I did it. And then I began to minister to her. We talked things over. She was able to go and get some counseling. And so she never did follow through on that threat, thank goodness. We really don't know the burdens that people are carrying when they come to church. And so it's important that we are open to worship and to hearing those small things that God says to us, those nudges, perhaps to do something for someone that we hadn't really thought about. And yes, I'm the one that said, I want holy, 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 because for many years now, when that song has been played and other worship songs have been played, God allows me the privilege of seeing his angels come into the service. And I know if they're there, God's going to use them to minister to people and to bless people. So I'm truly thankful for the praise and worship and thankful for all that participate in it. And interestingly, sometimes it sounds like more people than are there. And I began to realize that sometimes the angels are worshiping with us. So thank you for being with us today. And as Mary said, find a local church and participate and be blessed. Dear listeners, thank you for sharing this time together with us. We ask God to bless you, heal you, and to provide, protect, and prosper you. May God allow you to experience more and more of his love for you. We pray that this week's message has touched you in a powerful way. To connect with us online, visit us at theanswerbroadcasting.com.